You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. It's uh, Friday. The weekend. It is Friday. Um, I think this is our 475th uh, podcast celebration. So if I could drive my car, find on Pandora where Cool and the Gang's celebration was, and record this all at the same time, I would do it. You're just going to have to imagine that middle part because I can only do two of those three things. It's not even dangerous to do that. It's dangerous to text and drop, but you can do all that while you're driving. That's not a problem. Yeah, that's not even a problem. Plus, I'm scared I'll burn my eggs that I'm cooking on this George Foreman grill. No, I'm just teasing. I'm not doing that. Um, I hate eggs. But, uh, okay, a couple things. First of all, um, big shout-out to those who have tweeted at at us recently. We appreciate you guys a ton. Secondly, um, thank you for making Locked on Bama the first place you go to to listen to a Bama podcast. And third, Jimmy and I are going to combine for this first segment, and then Jimmy's going to give you his prediction in the second segment. And the third segment's going to be my prediction for the game. So I won't know what he says until later on when he sends it to me. There's a reason for it. This is why we're doing it. You'll just have to deal with it. I'm sorry. but I might be picking Mississippi State. I haven't decided. I'm still thinking now. You're crazy like you that, even know. You're crazy. Um, <laughs> all right. So we're going to whip around the SEC for a second. And so, Jimmy, we got about a minute and a half on each of these games. First game. LSU, Florida, uh, is there any reason to think LSU may be slightly competitive? Well, LSU is down to uh, 60 players. I, th- I think they have 60 players between attrition, injury, illness, players just refusing to play for Ed Orgeron, another second. They're down to 60 guys. So that makes me want to take Florida. It makes me want to take Florida in the points because it seems so obvious, right? But do you remember last year LSU was having a miserable year they then had a huge COVID problem and played Florida with 55 players and won the game because the Florida kid threw the, the shoe. So if Florida stays away from throwing shoes, I like, uh, I, I like Florida to win the game. LSU is just way too shorthanded at this point, and they've lost their best players, and the wheels are off. We have flipped from discussing whether Orgeron is keeping the job to discussing who's going to replace him. So, uh, yeah, that's just too much. Uh, I like Florida there. Here's my thing. I think, number one, Florida may have more yards in tossing shoes than LSU has in tossing football. <laughs> and secondly, um, this would not surprise me in the least. Do you remember when Mississippi State was coached by Sylvester Croom? He came out one practice with a helmet and shoulder pads completely dressed out. And, like, he had, like, a, med- a medical sign on his jersey and all this stuff. Would it shock you in the least if Ed Orgeron just dressed out for this game? <laughs> it he would played. help. One, yeah. one difference is Orgeron would help him win the game. I think uh, time had passed Sylvester Croom by that point. But or- Orgeron could go out there and probably uh, – he could probably play a handful of NFL snaps and not embarrass himself. I think LSU – has a better chance of Ed Orgeron literally dressing out and playing in this game and getting a targeting foul and being tossed than it does of winning the game. 
Agreed. Agreed. Um, all right, let's move on to the next one. Kentucky, Georgia. You know, I love the Kentucky story. I'm impressed by what Stoops has done. If we wanted to stop the season and call him coach of the year, that's fine. He is. Uh, Kentucky's doing it with dudes, not not smoke and mirrors. It's Chris Rodriguez. It's Wandale Robinson. Uh, it's the quarterback that eats the bananas with the peels on it and then drinks the coffee with the mayonnaise in it. That guy, Levis. Uh, I think I like uh, Pascal, the defensive end, the pass rusher. So they, they got dudes. And I'm impressed with what they've done, but this is just too much at Athens. Kentucky's going to find out tomorrow what it's like to truly play uh, an elite team. Uh, I don't think Georgia's going to smoke them, but uh, I like Georgia to win the game easily. That number was really high to me, though, uh, that I saw on the spread. That, that number's high, but I do think Georgia easily wins the game. I think Georgia wins too, but I think it's closer than 24 and a half. I don't think there's any doubt about that. All right, Auburn, Arkansas. This is one of the fun games of the day. I, I think it's going to look a little bit like the Arkansas missed game a week ago. I can see a lot of points in this game again. But a, a big difference is, you know, Matt Corral is just a, a better a better downfield passer than Bo Nix. I, I think Arkansas is just too – I think Arkansas is just too good here. I'm a little surprised that I'm saying that out loud. But uh, I, I think Arkansas is just the better team. I, I can't believe – if you'd have told me in this summer I'd be saying that, I, I wouldn't have believed it. But based on what we've seen so far in the first half of the season, Arkansas is just better than Auburn, and they're playing at home. I do think it could be tight. Uh, Bo Nix will make a few of his Manziel plays and keep it somewhat close. But uh, I, I like I like Arkansas by 7 or 10. I'm with you there because I want to tell you something. First of all, I think Arkansas has got a ton of motivation here. Um, first of all, they, you know, obviously last year, Bo Nix, spike the ball backwards. And I know Auburn fans love to say, well, uh, our running back was going to get it. I don't know that he was. I watched that video again today. I don't think he was. I mean, the SEC blew it. And then, of course, they blew a call, I think, the next week when Auburn played Ole Miss and the player touched it, the ball rolls in the end zone on a kickoff, Ole Miss recovers it. But they said uh, he didn't touch it, which I thought was BS. But it doesn't matter. My point is, Bo Nix has been bitching about the refs publicly, which is quite stupid. Um, and also just a really boneheaded move in terms of, or just sort of a jerk move. I mean, it's not a, it's not, don't do that as a player. Don't ever talk about the refs uh, at any level. I don't care if it's high school, pro, little league, whatever. Just don't ever do that as a player. Um, as a coach, you know, it's still Bush League, but at least a coach uh, can do it and at least he can get fined. So regardless, I think Arkansas wins this. I, I'm like you. I think Arkansas is really good. I mean, here's the thing. Auburn's stats aren't bad. If you look at this statistically, I think Auburn probably wins. But you have to factor in those two cupcakes that Auburn played at the beginning, which have really padded their stats. And the other thing is the best two players on Auburn's team are uh, two running backs that just don't get the ball enough. And I don't know why they won't hand it to them. I would just give it to them. I mean, it's like they're – it's like uh, Bill O'Brien is – Moonlighting as Auburn's offensive coordinator too. What the hell? You know, I looked up Hunter today because I, I looked up I looked up Jarquez Hunter today because I was like, how come I don't really remember him in recruiting? You know, in the twenty four seven composite, Jarquez Hunter was ranked the seven hundred and tenth best player in the country, and he is a first team true freshman All American on the on three mid season All American team. 
and he should be. Oh, yeah, great player. He's averaging – he's leading the SEC in yards per carry. Now, that's going to continue to go down because it was bolstered by a 94-yard run against uh, Alabama State or whatever, but he's still very good. Um, and oh, I think that he's, he's, he's probably going to win freshman of the year, which is weird because then that would be three straight freshman of the year for Auburn, Tank Bigsby, Bo Nix, and him. Crazy. They must be really good. <laughs> How have they lost any games, Jimmy? Because you don't give the they they give the ball to the guy they shouldn't, and they don't give the ball to the guy they should. Anyway, all right, guys. Uh, when we come back, it'll be Jimmy or me telling you our predictions for Mississippi State. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate you. All right, let me tell everybody about Built Bar. Built.com is where you want to go for these delicious, nutritious Built Bars. They're fantastic. It's like a Three Musketeers bar, but better because you don't have the guilt. And if there's anything people my age have, it's guilt all the time. So also, uh, we're kind of fat usually. But so this will help you maintain or lose weight. That's what's positive about Built Bar. The great thing about it is also positive. Uh, they're more positives, is that it tastes wonderful. It's covered in chocolate. You can't beat it with a stick. You absolutely love these things. You know you've had them before. Use promo code Locked On to get that discount at Built.com. They've got all kind of products for you to check out, but these Built Bars, what we want you to focus on, they've got like 20 flavors or more. It's, it's, they're all delicious. Go check them out. We I get samples all the time. I order some and also get samples, and I get samples of the new stuff, and man, they'll just knock your socks off. Go check them out. Built.com for those delicious, nutritious Built Bars. Also want to tell you about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is where you want to go to get that bet in. I tell you about it all the time. I'm not wrong. I mean, look, they've been a sponsor for a long time. So that means that people are going to the site. You need to go to the site. It's time. Go take the Tide minus 17 at Mississippi State. Something like that. I'll give you a pick later on, and you can uh, go with what I say. And if I'm wrong, hey, sorry. What's the big whoop? Um, it's a big whoop to you probably because you would have lost some money, but you won't lose as much as you think if you use promo code locked on because you'll get a hundred percent welcome bonus if you go to betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on. Jimmy and I recommend this site, and uh, if Jimmy and I recommend it, you know it's good for you, just like built bars, just like rock auto, betonline.ag. Go check them out, use promo code locked on. You can play whatever you want to play, you can bet on whatever you want to bet on at betonline.ag. This is Jimmy Stein on Locked On Bama. It's prediction time for Alabama, Mississippi State. Uh, Luke doesn't know what I'm predicting. Wouldn't it be really funny if I like predicted Mississippi State? Luke, Luke's doing his prediction, not knowing what I'm saying. Wouldn't it be funny if I said Mississippi State's going to win this game 49 to three, and then then y'all all tell Luke about it later? But uh, no, that's I think you know what I did. I went back and I looked at Alabama's scores the week after the losses you know it, it's it's not a long research project there hasn't been there hasn't been too many of them it's easy to go back to 2008 at the start of the dynasty and find out you know how did alabama do the week after a loss and usually alabama did really well you don't even count 08 in 08 alabama lost in the sec championship game uh, to Tim Tebow and the Florida Gators and immediately followed that up, that up with a loss to Utah. But that doesn't count. That, that game wasn't immediately following. It was a, quote, meaningless bowl, as we call them now. Uh, the games were weeks apart. Uh, it's just a different mentality. I don't even look at that. Uh, but I went back, I looked at 2010, and, you know, you lose to South Carolina, you lose to LSU. 
Uh, Alabama followed up the loss to Auburn that year with its best performance of the season against Michigan State in that bowl game. Basically, you couldn't find something that was a definitive pattern in terms of, oh, well, you know, it's like a math equation that leads to this score. Uh, it's not that simple, but the general principle here is that Alabama has tended to play pretty well after the losses. If you'll remember, uh, you know, the Ole Miss losses, which I think are somewhat analogous to this loss, the 2014 and 2015 losses to Ole Miss, Alabama played really well in the aftermath of those games, even going on to win the national championship in 2015. I think Alabama will play well. Mississippi State's very one-dimensional on offense. All they do is throw it. Alabama's going to see over 50 pass attempts from Mississippi State in this game. Uh, a little easier to practice when you know what's coming. Mike Leach has got a reputation as a really bright offensive coach, but frankly, he's done the same exact thing on offense for years and years. It's not a tough preparation. Again, it's not full of surprises. You know what you're going to see. And uh, for that reason and others, I like Alabama to win this game pretty easily. Uh, I, I don't think that it'll be a blowout. I don't think it's going to be 49 to 7 or 56 to 10. Or, or I'll be surprised if Alabama blows them out. I'll be equally surprised if the game is really tight. I think what we're most likely to see is that Alabama wins the game uh, by around what that spread is. I, I think it's 18 and a half. I, I think Alabama might even beat that number, but it, it's not going to be by much. I'm going to say Alabama's going to win this game 38 to 17. That's by three three scores. Alabama scored 31 on the road at A&M, 31 on the road at Gainesville. Mississippi State's not quite as good on defense. It's it's fair to think Alabama gets a few more points. Uh, you know, in terms of where Mississippi State's dangerous, it is when they have the ball. It is Will Rogers, uh, who's now an experienced quarterback. He's a good fit with what Mike Leach does. Real smart kid, a smart ball distributor. But they really just don't have the horses. They don't even have the defensive athletes that Mississippi State normally has. You know, normally when Alabama plays a Mississippi State uh, in the past few years, you could point to three, four, five dudes they have on defense that you think, gosh, those guys could play for anyone in this league. But I, I don't think Mississippi State even has that. I do like both of their corners. Uh, I think those those two kids are good players. 13 uh, is, is a good player. But I think Alabama wins this game pretty easily. I think you're going to see a pretty fired-up Alabama team. It won't be something overt, something we notice, but I think this will be a more physical performance. I think we're going to find out whether these kids want to win a championship. You're going to know. I'm not saying you'll be able to tell that they will win a championship, but you'll be able to tell if they want to. That's going to be apparent Saturday night. If Alabama just mails this in and it's a lackluster performance, that would be a really, really bad sign. It might not be perfect. There might still be some mistakes but I think this Alabama team will play really hard and win the game easily, setting up what will be, weirdly, the biggest game against Tennessee in some time. Imagine if Tennessee beats Ole Miss Saturday night. It would set up the biggest Alabama-Tennessee game in years. Now, I think Ole Miss is going to win that game, but Tennessee's a little more dangerous than normal, so uh, Alabama's going to have to play well to win that homecoming matchup, too. So thanks for listening to, uh, to Locked on Bama, and you will hear from Luke and I on Monday in the aftermath of the game in Starkville. All right, it's time for my pick on Alabama-Mississippi State. Look, I've been sort of down. I've been worried about this team, the, the, the status of this team, the psyche of this team. But, you know, there were some pretty interesting quotes. Normally, Jimmy and I would have cut this podcast a little bit earlier in the day, so I wouldn't have seen this quote earlier. But this, this really might have changed my whole mindset. 
about everything. And this is from Nick Saban today, I guess on his radio show. This is from Charlie Potter, his Twitter feed. Saban apparently said, one thing fans should understand is these guys are college players. And if they were in the locker room after the game and you saw these guys crying their eyes out because they lost the game, when we don't have success, don't think you feel worse than we do. And I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. That's that's good to know. I'm actually glad to know it. I'm glad to know it means that much. And then there was apparently another guy who, and I want to find this quote. So, um, uh, well, shoot. I know there's somebody who stood up and said, I came to Alabama to play to the Alabama standard and, and to play for the Alabama standard. Is this the Alabama standard? So maybe, just maybe, this did light a fire under Alabama's ass. I've been doubtful about it this week because, you know, just because somebody beats you doesn't mean the next week, ooh, we, we're going to take out our frustrations. But maybe it will with this Alabama team. I'm going to have hope. I, I have had very little hope, not thinking I'd, we'd lose to Mississippi State, but thinking we wouldn't look sharp. Maybe we will look a little sharper. I'm hoping we do. The one thing I really hope happens is no injuries. We can't afford any more injuries right in the moment. I also hope this happens. I also hope we see some new dudes. I want to see some new faces. And even if those new faces only come in to shake awake the faces that we've already seen. And I'm not going to go into any names, but guys, if you listen to this podcast, first of all, you know who we're probably talking about when Jimmy and I talk about who's not living up to potential. And you know it. It's evident. It's right there. It's right there in front of you. I'm not talking about Bryce Young, and I'm not talking about Brian Robinson. After that, it's just about everybody's fair game. I'm not talking about Will Anderson, okay, and Evan Neal. All right, four dudes I've given you right there. And Jamison Williams, five dudes, okay, and real record, six dudes. That's all I'm giving you, though. That's it. Um, I'm like Steve Martin and the jerk. Six more guys, that's all. Um, So I'm going to go Alabama 40, Mississippi State 10. I I think that's, that's very reasonable. I think that's a, a fair number, and I think it's something that's uh, very achievable. In fact, I think it could actually be worse, but I'm not ready to go there yet and say it's going to be worse. I'm going to go 40 to 10. Um, I realize I picked Alabama 45 to 10 over Texas A&M. Um, in hindsight, that was a bad call. But this time, this time, I'm not lying. This time, I think we got it. So roll tide, everybody. Jimmy and I will talk to you next week.